Welcome to Folly in Process. I'm your host, David Andres. On today's podcast, we'll talk about business topics, life topics. We'll answer a lot of questions. We'll tell a whole bunch of stories so that all viewers can achieve their desired outcomes sooner. Our, our podcast is sponsored by Benegas Art. David Benegas is a longtime friend of mine and an incredible artist. He will take any photograph that you have. You can commission him or you can buy his existing art and he will transform it into Benegas art. I encourage you to visit benegasart.com, benegasartmerch.com and check out what he has. If you mention follow your process and discount code FYP five off, he will extend you a 5% discount on any purchase. I hope you enjoy the art and you'll see more of it here on the show every week. On today's episode, I am pleased to have a very brand new friend. I've only known him for a couple of weeks, but I feel like I've known him forever. Ryan Granger from Acadian Sanitation in Lafayette, Louisiana. Ryan and I met because of the Get Flush podcast. You can see my coffee mug up here. Uh, Sanitrax, the company I work for on a regular basis, uh, is the sponsor of Get Flush. So I know Chris Peters and the host Pete down there quite well. We talk quite a bit on, on FaceTime. Um, and he's doing a great job just promoting and educating the portable restroom industry, which I also hope you'll get from today's episode and what we've done so far. So, Ryan, welcome to Follow Your Process. Hey, Dave. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. How are you doing? Doing fine. Doing fine. Good. Bright good. sunshine and 100 plus temperatures out in South Louisiana. Very 98% humidity. You know, it's oh, lovely. I can't wait to get there. <laughs> right. I'm over here in, in Houston. Shorts and flip-flops is what I tell everyone every day. Um, right. Yeah. I moved to Houston, as you know, a little over two and a half years ago after living 30 years in New Jersey, in the New York metro area, Princeton, raised a family. Uh, and then, um, yeah, I moved down to Houston and, uh, you know, we only had one day last year that was froze. So I, I actually love that, but, uh, uh, I'm looking forward to coming over. So today's episode, um, is going to focus on Ryan telling us some of his thoughts, some of the issues he was dealing with, um, related to the two hurricanes that were coming up the coast. Uh, Marco turned into a tropical storm and was not that big of an impact, but hurricane Laura was a cat four. Uh, it landed in uh, Lake Charles and Beaumont at about 150. Uh, somebody told me it was seven miles off a of Cat 5. Um, and we're it very, very close. Yeah, we're very fortunate it did not hit New Orleans or Houston because the devastation would have been 100x what it is today. Uh, and we certainly, our, our thoughts and prayers go out to all the families and the property owners and everything that was lost. But, Ryan, um, for those of you who don't know, Ryan started a portable toilet business recently. And the beautiful thing about portable restrooms is anyone can get in the business if they've got a little bit of coin and decide to work hard. And that's what Ryan did recently. Um, Ryan's history is a welder. He is actually a professional TIG welder, which is uh, pretty special to be a TIG welder. Um, I, had a, I had a job in Moab, Utah with Red Dot Engineering, and um, they were TIG welders. And I, 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 I was just blown away by what they did. So I have a lot of respect, even though I know nothing about it. We can do another episode on welding later. Uh, but anyway, tell us about how you started your business and then what you were thinking as these hurricanes were bearing down on you there in Lafayette. Okay, well, 
you know, first off, we started the business from nothing from scratch. We just um, we decided we wanted to do something different, do something maybe fun and exciting, did some research and come up with uh, with a great idea to be in the portable toilet, the portable sanitation industry. And it's been um, a great, great experience so far. We're having a lot of fun and working hard. I mean, it is a lot of work. As you mentioned, I, I still have a full-time job welding. And then I do my service routes after hours and on weekends, you know. But, hey, load the wagon. Don't worry about the mules, you know. Yeah. Um, and so coming up to this storm, I just knew there would be opportunities, right? Right. Um, and it's such an unfortunate thing for these folks that are in the affected areas. And but opportunity lurks on around the corner. And so I was I wanted to get in on some business opportunities as well as being able to be there and help the folks. Sure. I know what we do for, you know, for our customers here on a regular so, basis. So, so before we get into that, just tell me what was going through your mind the night as it was bearing down. Like, what were you thinking about? Like, like, like your house and your family and your truck. Like, did you right. do anything to get ready? We did. We had um, we had 12 toilets actually on the yard that were not rented out. So I went out and we had to strap everything together. Mm. We strapped all of the, the um, portable toilets all in one, one big group. You know, we just ratchet strapped them all together. And then we strapped that group down to our camper shed. Right. And we just said, you know, this is all we could do. <clears throat> and then. Made sure my truck, you know, the pump truck was the waste tank was empty. The water was full because I knew even though we weren't directly affected, all of my toilets out, whichever ones were not tied down or anchored down, were going to be not in the same place as they were. Mm -hmm. And so all of this was going on in my head, my family, how is our house going to be affected? The rainwater was more of the threat on my end than wind. And um, so we we just made preparations, anchoring things down and getting ready to hit the ground running as soon as people were allowed on the road. Yeah. And I was really Taking relieved when we were talking you know? and I was really relieved to see the videos in your in your gator where, where the, you did have flooding. There was water around. Right. There was. It wasn't, um, it wasn't too extreme like your house got completely. Correct. Flooded. Correct. None. None of any. No one in our community actually had flooding in their homes. We just had high water. Got and it. here in South Louisiana, we're pretty familiar with high water, right? Did you lose and power? So we did. We lost power for right almost a day. Okay. Um, but we have backup generators and we fired up the generators. Not big enough for air conditioned units here in the house, but um, we just ran refrigerators and stuff. Sure. We needed. Um, the pole that feeds our, our RV did not get affected. Got so it. we... We're gonna live in the camper. Yep. The power came up, you know. Nice. So, <clears throat> so tell me. So, t so after you had the relief of okay, the house is okay. I'm safe. The wife is safe. The, the equipment's safe. Mm -hmm. um, what I would tell you next time is that whole ratchet strap group, ratchet strap it to the service truck because it's a little heavier than uh, anything else. And if you're gonna lose it all, why not lose the truck and the toilets? You know, I mean, what's the difference <laughs> anyway? Um, so. Uh, what did you do next to then go out onto your route, obviously? Right. Um, we started. So the storm hit on uh, in the middle of the night between Wednesday and Thursday. Okay. So 
Thursday during the day, everyone comes out from hiding in our shelters or whatever. We mm-hmm. got out and, you know, looked at the damages in the high water. First thing was first, we had to pull the kids on boogie boards on the gator, right? Oh. That we had to do. Of course, you had to have uh, some fun. We had no electricity. We had no Wi-Fi. We had barely had phone service or battery life to our phone. So let's get out and have some fun. Yeah. So um, we did that. And then it was back to business. And that was um, Friday morning early. Um, my best friend that I mentioned to you helps me out a lot. Yeah. We, Jamie, we had already, right? so your, your right. friend Jamie, you, you went to second right. grade with him and he's a police officer in town. And Correct. Been his best friend time, since he offers you help. He helps me, comes right around with me, and I call it help. He ha- he calls it hanging out. Hey, Jamie, thanks, buddy. So listen, um, for, all, for all of you who don't know, there's going to be a video a little bit later. And when this was going on in anticipation of this episode, these episodes are planned out. They're produced and directed by live stream remote up in, in Golden, Colorado. So I have my guy Skyler and Stephen Tucker who, who prepped all this. But anyway, there's a three-minute video we're going to watch, and, and, and Ryan and I are going to talk about it. But – that video happened because I called Jamie as he's riding over delivering these toilets. And I said, listen, I need real life one minute videos that he can post on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook or whatever. Don't worry about it. Just make it look. I want a real depiction of what you're experiencing. And he's like, okay, okay, I'll, I'll do that. And then they sent to me like four or five videos, a bunch of pictures and um, my wonderful producer, Skylar, uh, Strangia has put that all together in a beautiful depiction, which we'll do here in a minute. Um, but anyway, there's some there's some good video and good photos there coming is. up of, uh, of Ryan. Go ahead, Ryan. So you right. got out and you started. And so we got out. Toilets. I'm sorry. You started picking up your toilets and servicing them. and Right. Well, so actually what we did was um, I, I forgot a step the, the Thursday night. I started getting in with some contacts. And huh. doing some networking to see what we could do to help out the folks that were affected over in Lake Charles, over in our coastal parishes, Holly Beach, Hagberry. You know, we got a little small town called Creole and seeing where I could go, what I could do, make contacts. Um, and so, you know, you mentioned Get Flushed with Pete. He's he's helped me tremendously. Just the episodes, not he personally. The episodes has helped tremendously to, to you know, for this network. So, so listen, so as, for and those so of you who don't know, for those you don't know or are new to this podcast, Get Flush is a podcast based in Christchurch, New Zealand, and Pete is the host. And they come out on Saturdays. They're 10 to 15 minutes long. Not a big deal. They're all audio. Well, Pete also started the Pooh Man Tales. And in New Zealand, they call these guys Pooh Man. I don't <laughs> understand it. Whatever. Anyway, the first Pooh Man Tales, which is an hour episode, is about my dear friend Ryan here from a Canadian right? And our startup. So that's right. how I met because I'm the sponsor of that podcast, whatever Santatrex is, whatever. And then the, my phone rings and it's Ryan like two weeks ago or whatever. I'm like, Hey Ryan, Correct. what's going on? Whatever. So the one thing that, that, that I am for those listening and I'm available to anyone, I'm available to whoever calls me is I am a disaster response veteran. Okay. So I have a history in everything disaster response and just to put it in context, I handled the World Trade Center disaster. We put out 750 toilets in two days and put them on daily service. And if you know anything about the Port of Russell business, that's that's an incredible accomplishment, which everyone was all hands on deck. Dave Dam, Mitch Weiner, Daryl Dix, uh, Glenn Townsend, 
Daryl Dixon, Glenn Townsend were salesmen. Mitch Weiner was a CEO and chairman. Dave Dam was his partner. We were in the trucks doing the work from September 12th on until we got everything set. So um, what Ryan's talking about being an owner operator, even at a small level, Ryan, what do you have, like 50 toilets or something? Or a couple of toilets. Yeah, so Ryan is at the very beginning of a legacy and a journey, right? Right. And hopefully this podcast will go out to people that are at the same stage, right? Like like just tiny, just getting started. Correct. I mean, you no one, absolutely no one in the portable toilet business when we joined in. And we we just jumped in full full force and with a determination to win, right? So um, there's no turning back. You definitely have the determination to win. And so whenever, you know, we, we got in touch with, um, started watching the, listening to the podcast, excuse me. And then that, you're right. And then, so I called you and at that time there was no storm on the way. And I didn't know you were experiencing a veteran in actual disaster relief response. And so, um, I just called you up and said, Hey, look, we need to talk. I figured you knew people in the business and that's where I needed help. And it's pretty what, much. What, what did you find? Did, do I know anybody in the business? I mean, is it like I don't know? A few people. You, you've you've helped. Me, you've introduced me to a few. And so, with that said, the next part of the process was, all right, we're going to go out and bring our toilets. We're going to deliver our toilets nice. in person and put them on the ground, deploy them. And so I called Jamie up. I called Jamie. It was probably nine thirty, eight thirty, nine thirty at night. And told him three o'clock in the morning, we're loading toilets. Right. I didn't have a one toilet loaded on a tray. They were all strapped down, remember? Right. Right. Three o'clock in the morning by headlamp, we started hooking the trailer and loading the toilets hey. <clears throat> to go hey. to Lake Charles. And yeah, we so, shot, and so, we so shot so out. Skyler, Skyler, I'm going to bring the video up now if you're okay with that. Um, so I'm going to share my screen um, and then I'm going to bring up this video. Um, Here it comes. So, so this is a three-minute video, and we can talk over this. Here comes Ryan driving in, and the fact right. that he staged Jamie to take this video from this perspective, I'm just impressed with his camera abilities. It's just amazing. And this was all happened. done on a phone, and this was, I mean, right when we so it's, at probably seven thirty-eight o'clock. Yeah. In the so everywhere you go, there's debris in the road. There's This is behind a strip mall, behind a Walmart, right? Right. That is behind a Walmart. Yep. This is the right backside of the Walmart. Yep. And this is what we all do. This is what we did at Katrina and Ike and Gustav and Harvey and Michael. Like everyone in the business has done this. And this is what you do. You get the stuff out of the way so you can bring your toilets in. Um, and then we're going to have a, uh, you know, there we go. This shot I love. Know. This shot I love. Look at this. Ah. <laughs> it's all good. And here's here's Ryan offloading, and we've all offloaded toilets. This is an ADA from Polyjohn. Uh, that is a – I mean, I'll note here, it's it's a brand-new unit. My decals have not even been put on there yet. But you had the decals with you, and you stuck them on I later. did, right. We stuck them on before we left. And who's your who's your Polyjohn salesman? Uh, Mr. Elton Tamplin. Uh, Elton Tamplin is a legend in the industry. Um Mike Adams is obviously up there at Polyjohn in Indianapolis. Or actually, he's based in Dallas. Mike Adams and his crew are doing a great job. These are some beautiful Polyjohns. Uh, yes, look at that. Um, yeah, you got to look at that. Oh, you're good. 
you're good. Now, here comes some standards, right? Right. Now, I will say that this is not the, the typical way to do this, because if you lose that thing, you could have a problem. But you handled Correct. it well. We did what we had to do well. to get. Look at that. Swing her around. Secure your load. You got to have the right straps. Yep. And then uh, we'll get the second one down. There'll be a nice end shot here right on your logo. Right. And then the last part of the video, folks, I'm going to stop talking and we're going to like the last 40 seconds. You're going to listen to Ryan. This is a this is tremendous what he does. Our name and what we do. First thing we do when we put a toilet on the ground is disinfect it, sanitize it. Then we charge it, and then we disinfect and sanitize again. And that's what I'm going to demonstrate right here. Toilet is already charged. Walk in, sanitize the entire toilet. Head to toe. There you go. Dude, that's that, that is just tremendous. Um, I'm really I'm actually quite impressed. I mean, I you know, I mean, I'm impressed that a guy Thank as you. young as you and as early as you understood that disinfecting toilets is, is the biggest challenge. And you need to give your customers the, 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 the comfort. Um, and, and tell us the story about how you got this job through the dumpster guy. So a good friend of mine, Danny Urigas. He works for Acadiana Waste Services. Mm -hmm. And so he sends me respectful uh, potential clients and people that need. And would you like to do some work in, in, the, in the affected areas? I said, absolutely. He said, call these people up. They're great people, good people to work for. We're doing business with them now. So I did. I called him up and she said, yes, absolutely. conversation um and it was there bam it happened and yeah. and it's just like you look up and you're like man oh, of heaven you. no you know, man of right. heaven you're like oh my there it goodness. is right there it is right. so, so so at this point i want you to stop and talk i want to talk to you about because we've talked about it your normal pricing okay and you don't have to use the exact you can use ranges and then what happened to transform your sense of what you needed to charge for daily service or for, you know, how did you wrestle with the fact that you're an hour away in Lafayette, you have a full-time job, they need to be daily serviced, like, like go right. through the pricing dynamic and then the service dynamic. And so <clears throat> I knew I had to be, you know, more than what we do locally on a normal level. I already knew that we were going to have to service more than once a week. And, you know, like you said, the, the hour and a half travel there and everything. So, um, I just started putting some numbers in my head of what job, you know, um, you were referred to me by a good friend of mine. I said, so I take it as, as you're a good, honest, hardworking person as well. Where do we need to be? This person on the other end of the line was honest and said, we could work within this range. So I said, great. And it was more than we normally charge. Yeah. everyone else 
because yeah, so, I don't. So what, so what I want to say for the whole audience, and I have had some direct conversations with Ryan about this topic, and I'll have it with anyone, is that most portable restaurant operators are getting started don't understand the concept of what it takes or what you need to charge to keep the service trucks rolling, the men fed, the man camps that have to be done. There are organizations coming from Chicago, coming from Ohio, coming from Arizona. They're all operators in the business, right? Service annotation is a great example. If you go follow service annotation on Facebook and LinkedIn and what Keith K does and uh, Chad Harris and Chad Yonker and Jim Willison and the whole crew, they deploy men and equipment to come down to the disaster because there's just not enough trucks, time, people in the area. And um, when, when Katrina happened, I got a call from Rollin K United States Services and he needed every shower trailer I could get my hands on in the Northeast. And I tag teamed up with Russ Perkins at Nature's Calling in Charleston. And we sent, I don't know, 40, 60 shower trailers down there uh, in response. And we were the first ones to send a six head shower trailer to the Galveston Fire Department. Um, and I'll never forget when Russ and I finally, a month or two later, flew down to go see it, right? Um, we drove out to Galveston in a convertible. Yeah, we rented a convertible because it was nice, whatever. Mm. Um, and we're coming down from the Northeast where it's, you know, fall is coming in, it's cold. And uh, we show up at the fire station and we see John Strazeri from Ajon up in New York, his red six-head shower trailer sitting there. And we literally got hugged by every firefighter thanking us for, for making that trailer happen. Right. And also right. telling the backstory how it all happened. Right. And so right. the next couple of months, Rollin K said, Dave, there's no guarantee I can give you the job. Just move the trailer. And the first guy to get across the lat lawn, the address gets the job. And that's a pretty aggressive situation. That's extremely aggressive, but that's how it works. Um, in that dynamic. And I'll never forget, I had like 10 trailers that I beat the other guy by two and a half hours, right? And I was like, oh. Now, the other, there's really not risk in that equation because even if you miss the lat line and don't get that one job, you just have to wait 10 minutes and somebody else is going to call and go, I need trailers. So talk a little bit about that where you've tapped yourself out now. Like you've gotten your, your available inventory out and now you're wrestling with, Another 28 from Elton. Talk a little bit about that right, to, the, right. to the viewers. Um, so, you know, everyone, you know, our size, I don't know everyone, but um, most folks that are our size and, and start out from the contemplation, you're thinking about, can, can I actually get these deployed and, and stuff? So um, it was some emailing back and forth, which, and, and, happening from there they see your toilets there other people give you calls and stuff and so we decided to pull the trigger we're gonna we're gonna put some more toilets on site Great. um the first thing we did was establish a contact already servicing toilets because obviously that's, i can't go three times a day every day that's, that's wild wildcat energy services jacob Correct. uh jacob, jacob is a great guy we, we just Correct. met him he's a great guy he he and Amanda i think he is one of the most wonderful people I've met yet. He is he is just an amazing man. That's awesome, man. And so he um we you know he's taking care of essentially our toilets while we can't be there. Right. And you and, know what was interesting is 
I, I learned from you and I actually uh, got some of the backstory. Your customer, Candace, was okay with that. And that's the one thing I want to share with the group is that it's not normal where you have to be in a silo, only you can do, only can, you can do. United Side Services, Reliable On-Site Services, Sunbelt, Mobile Mini, they're all working together just to make a customer happy at a particular site. So maybe the shower trailer comes from one of the companies and the toilets and the sinks come from another company and the generator comes from United Rentals. Right. Um, but it's all one big group yeah. effort and to every, get yes. people what they need because they yes. have nothing. No power, yeah. water, nothing. No shade. I mean, yeah. there's nothing. So and what's it, interesting it, about this is these disasters are, are handled through relationships. And correct. if you want to participate in a disaster, you need to get your boots on the ground and go. So tomorrow, I, I had to stay here in the apartment with my producer or whatever. I was going to do it on the road, but we don't have the right internet connections and stuff like that. So I stayed in my apartment. Uh, I'm here in Houston, and I'm getting on the road tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. to meet up with Craig Ray from Texas Outhouse, who's driving over in his pickup truck. And we're going to go get on the ground. We're going to try to go see our good friend Keith K from Service. We're going to try to see our good friend Ryan Pierce from OK Cascades. Um, a lot of guys are already in theater. They're in campers. They're in tents, whatever. And you, so I'm going to come over. And um, I think I would like to come all the way to Lafayette, maybe. I hear you make some good gumbo. I don't know where you heard that from. Uh, <laughs> fake news. Fake news. Fake news. I'll be the judge of your gumbo, okay? I'll tell you if it's good gumbo. Or not. But anyway. I can tell you one thing. I'm, I'll probably have a pretty good judge. Okay. All right. Well, as long as you have a couple of Miller lights, we'll be fine. Okay. That's the, that's all I, you know, so anyway, I'm going to be in theater tomorrow for a few days. Um, and when I, when I went to Harvey um, at the time, my supervisor delayed me three weeks from traveling for some reason, I have no idea, but I finally landed in Katy, Texas uh, on, on highway 10 at a super eight. It was 95 bucks a night, you know, so things are more expensive over there. Right. I don't know where I'm going to mm -hmm. stay. It may sound crazy, but I have no idea where I'm going to stay over there. But I'll figure it out. And even if I have to sleep in the car, I'll sleep in the car. It's no big deal. Um, so I show up at a Super 8, and I literally, with my laptop, over the next three and a half weeks, we slung millions of dollars worth of gear. And my dear friend, Roland Kay, filled the fence and the toilets within hours. Thank you, Roland. And then I found another garbage guy to do the dumpsters. And I was doing it all for the disaster response people at United Rentals, Sean Spate, Doug Distel. Sean is in theater. Um, so I'm going to get to see Sean for the first time in a bunch of years. I'm excited about that. Uh, tremendous professional Sean Spate at United Rentals in the Power HVAC Division, Disaster Response Division. Um, but anyway, you build these relationships and the things you're going to remember for the rest of your life, like the relationships you developed with me and others or whatever, those right. are going to be pillars to rely upon as you move forward when the disaster subsides. Um, and I think that's something that I want to get out to the audience um, that the biggest thing you got to do is just jump in and, and you can jump in at any pace. Like we've talked about this, right? Right. Do you want right. one truckload of 28? Do you want two? Like, listen, Correct. I'm going to go with one. Now the other thing about pricing and billing is everything's up front on credit cards. So you're buying 28 toilets from Elton. They're going to get delivered to some yard, right? Um, right. And then you you have the opportunity. Your risk then is, do I put them out on rent? And that then, is right. right. Will, will these people telling me they need them actually come through on their Right. Credit? 
And what I would tell you from my experience, and I'm not asking you to not be scared and not, not feel the risk, but if you just pay attention and keep being Ryan Granger, the, the guy that you are, that you've been for, that all your friends, that Jamie knows you as Ryan Granger, right? Your, your wife right. knows you as Ryan Granger. Just be yourself, okay? And take a little bit of risk, but not too much. <laughs> Everyone loves Ryan Granger, man. I mean, I love Ryan Granger. I can't <laughs> wait to actually shake your hand and have gumbo, but um, that'll be another. Well, I'll take a nice selfie. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm all about the selfies, right? About I got selfie, right, right. Uh, but anyway, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for Thank what's you. going on. And, um, you know, as we close this down, is there anything else you would like to share that we might not have shared that was on our, our outline? Um, no, I believe we covered it all. You know, if it, the biggest thing is if you want to get in on – helping these guys and you don't know where to go, how to go about it, pick up the phone, call someone that is in the business, um, that call some of the, the bigger companies that, that have responded before. Um, I would suggest they give you a call and, and just, even if it's a smaller guy, local, another local guy right outside of your working area, someone knows somebody somewhere to be able to get some help. You know, yeah. all you have to do is ask. If you don't know, uh, you just ask. You got to uh, ask. And, 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 you know, our, our personalities are very different. You, you're from you're from Louisiana. You know, you grew up there. You're a welder. You know, you're not a salesman or a business development guy like me. You didn't sell in Manhattan. You know, so, so, so our no, personality, we don't have to be the same in order to get along. We can have the diversity, Right. Right. Um, and, and, and tell some people that are out there that are maybe a little skittish about calling me or checking in, how's it been with sort of the fire hose of opportunity? Like you, you, you're even interested in Santa tracks. I mean, I think, right. right. So, so talk a little bit about what your experience has been. Uh, cause a lot of guys are watching that are small pros, medium sized pros. I think some guys from honey buckets are watching. That's a big one. Service might be watching or they'll watch it later, but just talk a little bit about that. What your experience has been like, um, working with a guy that's 30 years in the business. Right. Well, the experience has been great and the experience has been overwhelming at times because, um, you know, just when things are going on and, and naming names and what people do in their positions and stuff, but out of the whole deal, it's like talking to someone I've known forever. It's not right. talking to the sales guy right. at Santa tracks. It's talking to, Dave Andres. It's talking to someone who you can approach. Very approachable, very nice, very, you know, willing to help and and extend your network to others. It's been it's been a humbling experience. I can mm. tell you that. Um, but as far as intimidating, no, never. Um, you know, it's uh, now we have talked about the Santa Tracks system, you mm. and I, and it is a goal of mine to reach. But we also talked about the process to get there as well. Yeah. And, and, and you're going to get then, to watch that firsthand. And by the way, thank you for your kind words. This is not a shameless plug where I was trying to get, you know, do you say something nice? No. Um, and it's not a plug. It's the truth. Yeah. Okay. Honestly. Okay, good. So you you're going to get to watch me come over for a few know. days and mm -hmm. I am hunting down a camp that needs 60 to 90, 120 toilets for a camp or like gut no target or gut no Walmart. When they start bringing the crews in, they're going to need daily service on 60, 80, 90 toilets. They're gonna to need hand wash sinks. And the beauty of Sanitrax, now this is a shameless plug, okay? But the beauty of Sanitrax is that it's freshwater flushing 
that goes directly to a sewer or a holding tank that does not require a service truck. So one of the reasons Ryan's a little interested is he only has one service truck. He's only one guy. And if he got 60 toilets out, there's no way he could go there every day and service 60 toilets. There's just no way it would happen, right? Yeah, so he would have right. to hire somebody else. So anyway, Dave Andres is coming over tomorrow. Um, and I'm hunting down. Not The reason I'm hunting it down, I'm an equipment salesman. I don't do the jobs. But Mike Walker at C3 Presents in Austin has all the Live Nation gear ready to go. So any of you out there listening, I think my lower thirds, you know, when they come across the line here, has my cell phone and my email. Any of you can get a hold of me. And I will put you personally in touch with an industry legend, a guy who'd been in the business 40 years. Mike Walker and I go back to my consulting days at Don's John's. When I left Mr. John in 2006, I became a consultant to Port of Restaurant Operators. They wanted my playbook skills. So anyway, I went down to Don's John's, Conrad Harrell, Christy Harrell, and it was 2006, 2007, and I was consulting them business development. I was helping to write compensation plans and job descriptions and management stuff. And here comes Mike Walker with C3 Presents with 8,000 plastics and either, I think it was 750 ADAs. Now, listen, there's not even 100 ADAs in any market, let alone 750 ADAs. So I helped them, and I'm very proud of the fact that I showed them what I thought was a good method. And Mike Walker gets on the the conference call, and, and Bernadette and Conrad were late. They were often late to a lot of things. Uh, I'm just stating obvious, not criticizing. But in about 13 minutes, I closed the deal, right? And I did it in a way that was very creative. And Mike, and so anyway, many years later, I'm the head of Live Nations. I'm the single point of contact for Live Nation. And Mike Walker is my guy out of Austin. All of his equipment is available for Sanitrex. So when I find the camp, Mike Walker is going to get a job, right? And you're going to get to watch that firsthand with, with no expense, no risk. You don't have to worry about it. And then I will continue to show, um, you know, how it's possible even for a little guy, right? right. In my last episode, I referred to, to uh, Tech Sandsite Services with 5,000 unit services a week as a, you know, a small, medium guy. Well, I guess that would make you a tiny guy if you only have 50, right? <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to the real small guy. Well, whatever. It's, <laughs> listen, listen, numbers are numbers. It doesn't matter. What really matters about succeeding in toilets is what you already are. And you're a sincere, honest, committed guy who keeps prom- makes promises and keeps them and knows when to pull back. Yeah. And I, I'm so impressed with you, man. And I, 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 thank, I thank our dear friend Pete, right? So Pete gets all the credit and there's the Get Flush mug. Uh, you should all watch Get Flushed or listen to Get Flushed podcast. Uh, and then the other one is, so the first Pooh Man Tales was about Ryan Granger. Great podcast. And the next one was about Prestige Loons. They are an awesome group of biggest, guys. Biggest, most impressive right. portable wrestling company. Right. Um, right. Oh, it, I enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah it, it, really, it really was amazing, those guys. They, they, serve, they buy breakfast for every driver every morning at like 5 or 6 in the morning at a local restaurant, which they buy out. And every morning, every driver gets a hot breakfast with coffee, whatever they want. And the camaraderie and the, the, the sense of excellence and the sense of expectation, uh, I, I promise everyone, it's, if I ever start a toilet company, that's what I'm doing straight Man, are you kidding me? We're in South Louisiana. The only way to someone's heart is through their mouth and to their stomach. You know, I mean, it's what we do. We cook. I mean, it would what, couldn't be a better idea. 
It's a great idea. And if you ever hire staff, I encourage you to do it right, right from the get-go. Even if you meet at the McDonald's and buy them breakfast, it doesn't have to be some fancy. Right. Exactly. I mean, it, you and I just met and we're friends and, and, you know, no business relations. And what's the first thing I, I told you? We get over here. We're going to feed you, you know, right. <laughs> and I asked if you, I asked if you know how to make gumbo and you say, you, you say, quote unquote, you do. The jury's out. I was told by a time or two that I may know what I'm doing. But like I said, I'll have a pretty good judge. All right. Sure. All right. All right. Very good. Very good. Um, if I like to do anything, I like to eat. Uh, there's a picture of me at the World Trade Center and I'm 100 pounds heavier than I am today. I, I, I max out at 285, 287. Um, I had like three chins. Um, and then I lost 100 pounds and I've kept it off. I uh, lost, I don't know, 11, 12 years. And I'm really happy about that. It's much good for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, as you move forward, maybe l- l- let's spend a couple minutes, and we got another eight, nine minutes here. Um, talk about what you're imagining as your next pain point, like the thing you need to, like we're talking about accounting and invoices. I mean, this guy gets up, he, he goes to work at six a.m. He gets up right. early to do his invoices. I mean, that is just off the charts, man. So, so what are some of your pain points? As you, as you imagine yourself growing, add another 28. Uh, I, I think one thing you need is you need like a 20-unit trailer to move 20 units at a time type of thing. So talk a little bit about those. The next pain points that I'm having is the first thing is, um, <clears throat> okay, a, a tank and a truck to service the amount of inventory we're going to have right. out in the field. Because, um, you know, as you know, it's it becomes non-economical to – Go dump, go back and you're out. Go yeah. dump, go back yeah. and you're out. So that's that's the first thing I see coming as a pain point. The next is um, the, you know, when we're going to have enough inventory to be able to keep some back for special events, for emergencies, um, we need to start looking at a yard, a fenced-in place to start mm-hmm. keeping these units and stuff, which we have acreage. I live on acreage. I don't live in a neighborhood. So it's fine, but it's still, you have to have the time to do it or the capital to be able to buy, pay someone to do it. And as you mentioned, time is getting of short to me because I, I'm at work for six, but I'm up at three in the morning doing my invoicing. And then I go to work. When I get off of work, I'm on the toilet truck till nine o'clock, nine thirty at night. You know, and this this day in and day out, day in and day out. So um that is if and I can say right away that's first that's thing gonna wear on you. That will eventually wear on you as, as exactly. strong as you are today. And as much as you say, hey, I'm going to do it. Eventually, that will either wear down your relationship with your wife because she never sees you. It'll wear down your physical being because you know this or it might. Wear right. down All like these things start to add up. And so that is, you know, um, and I'll touch back on on the truck. The first thing I said, do I keep this truck and buy another one or do I sell this one and buy a bigger one? You know, what? do I have a small one and a big one? To hire another driver. Okay, so, so the, question you just, the question you just asked is, do you own the truck free and clear? That's one factor, right? So do you have the capital to to lease it? I'm going to tell you to lease it because to buy it, you need all the cash to buy it, right? Mm-hmm. So the ones I would tell you to look at is, and I would encourage you to go to Satellite and look at their entire complement of uh, trucks. Satellite Industries is making every level of truck you could ever imagine. So get their opinion, get their quote. Okay. But also go to Portalogics, Jeff and Brian Moravec up in up in New York. Um, Portalogics was actually one of my first 
thoughts of um, guys that I on the list to contact was borderline. Yeah, so I've done because, some research on the web, yeah. and I really like what they've got. And going. the punchline there is they have a non CDL truck that you can do an entire route with with waste and water, and you can transport six units in the back. Now That's, that is a pickup delivery, deliver more units. That and it's non CDL, right? So. Um, and then I, I personally would encourage you to try to imagine keeping your first truck as a spare and also as a nostalgia item, man. That's like a collectible as far as I'm concerned. You're going to want to you want to keep that and say this was the first truck. You know, don't get rid of that just yet. But then imagine. So and I can also introduce you to the guys who were on last week, Alliance Funding Group. Right. right? So so um, they'll be open and amenable to you based on your current situation. You know, a guy that's worked 30 years, a guy that has very little debt. The guy doesn't have a lot of capital. That's okay. But if you can show customers and, and revenue and income, they're going to work something out. Um, the Santa track stuff is really expensive and that's why it's not, uh, it's probably not the best thing for you right out of the box. Um, so 50 modules of what we got coming up is like 2 million bucks. But when you do a 60 month lease with 2.99% financing, because we drilled the package with them, which is really, really low rates. Right. The only revenue you need to pay the nut is $400 a seat per month. Now, when you hear that, you're like, what? How's that possible? Well, get a hold of Justin Lee at Alliance Funding Group, and he'll show you how it's possible. And that's actually solving my problem because all the guys say, Dave, my CapEx is tap out. I've already spent my $2 million, $1 million, $500,000, million. They don't have any more money. And I get it. I get it. We've all been booming with COVID with sinks and hand sanitizers and trailers and trucks and everything else. Right. Absolutely. No one wants to listen to a guy absolutely. like Dave walk in and go, you got an extra 600 grand. That extra 2 million. <laughs> so I've actually solved it. It's going to be really simple. If you can't handle $400 a seat a month, no problem. I'll send you a postcard. Anyway, so I, I look forward to maybe working with you further and making that introduction and sort of testing my theory that you can actually do what I'm saying and how great a story would that be as a little guy that starts out the business with a $20,000 loan, gets this, gets that, and you're succeeding. You're, you're, you're actually doing it. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful for me to watch. I appreciate your friendship. Um, and I look forward to uh, coming over and, and learn a little bit more about Lafayette. I think I said we have to go to a dive bar, didn't I? We did. Yeah, we got to right. go to the dive well, bar. One thing you didn't mention was you didn't mention you wanted to come out and see my route. I'm waiting for that. Ah, well, I will. I will get up because it starts at three thirty in the afternoon. I don't have to get up early, so that's right. Right. Anyway, I'm up at five every day too. Not three, but five. Anyway, uh, but yes, you could have the route ran by the time I get off. Only if I get permission to film it and take selfies with you in front of toilets. Okay. (laughs) Very good, Ryan. Listen, thank you very much. Thank Um, you, and thank you all for listening and watching. We come live every Wednesday, uh, sometimes at 4.15, sometimes at 4.30. Don't worry about that. Just stay tuned. Um, and I'll post again. And I have no idea what next Wednesday is about, but something will come to mind in the next couple of days. And if you'd like to be on the podcast, I'm currently batting 1,000. I'm 52 for 52. So I've never batted 1,000 at anything, um, but I'm happy to have some people on uh, and just talk about life, talk about business. Uh, ask questions, tell stories, and just have some fun so that all the viewers watching can achieve their desired outcomes sooner. Thank you. Thank you. Take care.
Enjoy. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.